just got back from talking to people we don't know about abortion, and now we're debriefing. Join us. We are Created Equal, and we're inviting you to debrief with us. Hey, y'all. I'm Lexi. Hey, everyone. It's Seth. And today's conversation will be another one of those practical ones. Have you ever been talking to someone and realized that you are using the same words, but you do not mean the same thing? That's what happened to someone recently in our outreach, and we're going to jump into that conversation today. And joining us, we have Miss Ava Frank. Um, she is in the media. Well, she's in the external affairs department. She's in department. your department, right? Yeah. I was about <laughs> to say she's in the media department. That's not true, y'all. She's in the external affairs department. She's a media and administration assistant. Um, very fancy girl. And um, hang on, but let's be frank about this. Yeah, sure. good job. <laughs> I had to put a pun in there. Okay. <laughs> um, but thank you, Ava, for joining us today. Thank you. And Ava's been on the podcast before, so everybody should go listen to the podcast. Uh, I don't remember the topic. I don't. Though. I know Esther I might know. Producer it. Esther, do you know? Help or, help or harm. harm. There it is. Yeah. Okay, go to help or harm. Well, that sounds sad, but I'm like kind of saying it that way. Go to help or harm to go listen to Ava's other podcast. Anyways, y'all, um, Ava, if you don't know, she runs our Twitter and she runs our TikTok. If you aren't following us on Twitter and TikTok, you should go do that right now. Hang on. That's actually important to talk about. I'm sorry, Ava. We'll get to your conversation, but wow. this is important, right? Because <laughs> these are social media can be cesspools of bad content, right? But we actually have good content on there. Our TikToks are really cool where you can see some of the things that we're debriefing about, the conversations, clips from them. And we, uh, Ava or you, Lex, will be on there talking about a topic. Uh, also, Instagram, we have a lot of reels. People should check them out. So mm -hmm. shameless plug. I think there's some really good content on there. Yeah, short, little, sweet content. Not usually sweet, but they're short. Um, and so They have to be. A minute over, they, they cut you over. Yeah. Cut you off. Cut you over. They cut us over, y'all. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, I'm weird. So... Let's talk about this conversation. Ava, you were outside of a high school. Um, obviously, we go outside high schools multiple times a week. Was there anything different that stood out to you about this high school? Um, not a whole lot. It was like a lot of our other outreaches. Um, the only thing different was these girls actually weren't from the high school that we went to. Multiple buses were being dropped off. So these girls were, I'm not sure what high school they were from, but they were dropped off and I got a chance to talk to them. Okay, so we were outside of a alternative school here in Columbus, and so there were other people, we were right in front of a neighborhood. So there were a bunch of school buses dropping off these um, other teenage uh, people. You were both on site at the time, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. So um, it was very nice. We were out there for an hour. Usually for high schools, sometimes we can be out there from anywhere from 15 minutes to 30, 45, but never really an hour long outreach outside of high school. But there are people willing to stick around and talk to us and more and more kept coming out. So that was amazing. But let's kind of get into this conversation, Ava. What were these two girls? You're talking to two girls. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So these two girls, you ask them, what do you think about abortion? Where did the conversation go from there? Um, so they were for abortion. The main topic was that, in their words, well, it's just a fetus. So we were trying to, de to define terms and me asking them about, well, what species is this fetus? Is it ever okay to intentionally kill an innocent human being? So that's mostly what the conversation was about. Before we get to the clip that we're going to play in a moment, like how did it begin? So these girls are dropped off at a bus uh, and they're going home or somewhere and you're standing by a sign. You say, what do you think about abortion? What was their initial response to you when you asked them that question? Um, they laughed and they were actually upset why that we were outside mm. of the high school. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew that it was kind of going to be an emotional um, conversation because of just how it started out. Mm -hmm. They were upset because they were encountering you or upset that you were because you were near a high school that was troubling them? Because we were near a high school. And they're high school agents them, themselves, right? Correct. 
I find that always interesting when someone who's high school age thinks I, I understand when a parent is upset that we're out there because I think that my kid is, you know, I should I, I don't want you to be around my child. Right. I, I get that. But when the when the high schoolers themselves say, you know, we're too young to see this, I mm-hmm. think that's interesting to me. Like when I was in high school, I thought I was mature enough for everything that I wasn't not when I was not mature enough. Right. Yeah. But there's this interesting flip now. They think that, no, we're too young and immature. We shouldn't see that. It's kind of startling to me. I think, though, that they use that kind of as a cop out because they will say that they're mature enough for a bunch of things that they definitely are not like abortion enough. itself. Yes. Like they're saying, yes, girls who get pregnant in high school should be able to go get an abortion. And at the same time say, no, we're not. We can't be seeing these images. This is too much for us. We're only in high school. It's very, very manipulative. I think they just want to make us feel bad. Like, oh, we're just young kids. I'm like, you know, we were your age uh, two years ago. So not all um, of us. (laughs) But well, okay, Seth, a lot of us. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Most of the staff were. Most of the staff were a teenager not too long ago either. Um, You don't have to reveal your age, but actually, do guys care? No, guys don't care. Okay. Well, how old are you, Seth? Thirty-eight. Okay. Oh, okay. I would have guessed wrong because I thought you were a different age. (gasps) Awkward. So back to the conversation. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. So let's just play the clip. I think right now. Okay, so should we kill a child in the foster care system right now if it's being abused? No. Why you not? You should take them away from that family. What's the difference between killing a born? born? Do you not get okay, that? Okay, what's the difference between killing a born child and that child? What's the difference? Why Why is one wrong but the other isn't? Because what's one is difference? actually born and it would be pain. The other one is it's not okay, born. It that baby feel anything. Like- Pain that begins. baby, it's not, it's not a baby, it's a fetus. What it's literally, species it's, of fetus? That's important. Okay, wait, hang on. Did she say that baby, it's not a baby? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. right? That's a very interesting line right there where I think she's admitting the biggest point and fighting against it. We're going to get to that in a moment. I want to jump into the whole idea of someone kind of admitting reality but fighting against objective reality. But hang on, just re- can we rewind for a moment to the beginning where... Ava, I heard them laughing at you. You said that you said that earlier. They laughed yeah. at you. And she would what she say, like, do you not get that? As if you're this person who is just too incompetent to follow her train of thought. I, I, I don't think that's shocking to people who are listening that in outreach people are offensive toward mm-hmm. us. They recognize that, they assume that because we all see that. Whether you're on TikTok or watching the news, you see that people are offensive toward us. But what I find is that people ask me or they say to me, I could never do what you do mm-hmm. because I could if that happened to me, I would become I would respond in kind. Listening to you, Ava, I heard what 30 seconds there, but I did not hear you mocking, laughing back at her. I think that it'd be helpful for people to know why or how do you prevent yourself from laughing back at them or mocking them back when they're mocking you? Um, I think it's a good reminder to remind yourself while you're talking to others about abortion that they're not against you. They're against of what you believe. So also, I'm not going to try to win them over with my personality or get them to like me because they probably don't like me to begin with, but that they're against what I believe. Yeah. And uh, is there anything that like as they're being rude to you, um, laughing at you or whatever, why do you not get like hung up on that? Why do you not just like fall apart and cry, like start crying or something? Yeah, take it personally. Um, because again, like they're not actually not liking me. They're they're against what we believe because um they can't admit out loud. If they admit out loud that they're for the killing of innocent human beings, that's actually gonna make them look bad for the mm-hmm. most part. A lot of people wouldn't want to admit that. So also it helps to do outreach a lot, but I just remember why I'm here and that they're against of what I believe. 
I think Ava's right. So, I mean, there's two things they're hating, perhaps, there in that moment. They're either hating the stereotype of what they think you are because of what they've seen in the news. They've heard the, that pro-lifers are those mean, hateful people outside abortion facilities shouting horrible, awful things at women. That's what they assume you are. Or they hate the God you represent, right? But either one, they're not really knowing you or hating you. They hate an idea of you or the yeah. God you are representing. So they don't really know Ava or Lexi or Seth or Esther or anyone else on our team, right? They don't know and hate us. And even if they did, I think that also what your point, Ava, was well said that it doesn't really matter. I tell people a lot when they're on campus to laugh at me say, no one likes you. And I, I will say, you know, whatever, but I don't really care. Honestly, mm -hmm. I, I care if, I, if they don't like me because I'm being a jerk or unkind. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. But at the end of the day, what really matters to me is not what people think of Seth Dreyer or Lexi or Ava or Esther. Again, anyone else on our staff. I care about what do they think about the babies? That's what matters to me. Do they accept them in the family of human people or do they reject them? Honestly, and whenever we're standing next to abortion victim images and the people who don't even stop and talk to us, but after seeing the children who have been slaughtered from abortion feel more disgusted towards abortion and may think us standing next to them are horrible, evil people that were evil, were disgusting for doing and exposing that. I'm like, okay, you can think I'm the worst person ever to walk the face of this planet. But if you leave thinking that abortion is wrong or even just worse than before you saw this, then I'm okay with that. I don't really care what you think about me in that, in that aspect. You're right. And actually, Lexi, you hit on the point. There's a third person they might hate, either the idea of Ava or her God or the babies. They hate the babies too, and they mock us for that reason. So for sure. well said. For sure. And so that's our goal. Try to humanize the preborn, um, humanize the babies in the womb. And so that is why you were having this conversation with these two girls and trying to define the terms. So let's go to that. What's the importance you asked a very, very good question at the end of the clip. Um, you said, give us a question. What do you ask them? I asked them what species of, is the fetus? Mm -hmm. Because they were just insisting that, no, they're not born. They're just a fetus. Um, <laughs> and so why is it important to define terms when you're talking to people um, about abortion? Well, it's important to define the terms because we could be talking about the same thing but if we're not meaning the same thing, then the conversation is not going to go anywhere. Right. You might use the same words, but if the content behind that word is not consistent between the two of you, it's a fruitless conversation. It won't go anywhere. I, I love when they say it's just a fetus because that just is not really a thing. Mm -hmm. There is no just a fetus. I think that I've been alarmed at how many times in conversations when I merely ask someone the question Ava just asked, what kind of fetus, they get tripped up really quickly because as soon as you put that species label to it, something shifts. Mm -hmm. When you explain to people there are feline fetuses canine fetuses porcine is that the word for a pig fetus i don't, I don't oh, know I right don't know. maybe i'm not sure <laughs> esther do you know i always turn to esther for my she's not even esther's not sure okay wow. so well someone will can tell us send us a direct message let us know if it's a porcine fetus or if i'm saying that incorrectly anyway the point is there's a kind there and when you ask what kind ava's question they have to answer with the same species as the parents mm -hmm. that's huge mm -hmm. And these girls didn't want to admit it, Ava. Now, the, the clip went on. I mean, the clip did end, but the conversation went on. Did they eventually admit it, that this was a human fetus? They wouldn't. They wouldn't answer my question. So eventually we did have to end the conversation on, well, I believe this, you believe this. And I encourage them to think more about it. Mm -hmm. So what did they believe? What did they say that they believed? Since they wouldn't admit that it's a human being, they just went on to say, well, we can do anything we want to the fetus because it's just a fetus and that's really dangerous if we don't define terms like Seth said a fe there's no such thing as just a fetus mm -hmm. so right a fetus is 
I'm sure all of our listeners know this, but in your conversations, remind people a fetus is a marker for a developmental stage, right? So we know that in um, that we go from an embryo to a fetus to a newborn, toddler, uh, tween, teen. I don't know all <laughs> in between, right? All those yeah. phases of development we go through, but that is not define who you are. That's describing your age. So you can't just say it's a fetus. That's not complete. And uh, Seth, let everybody know what is the definition of a fetus and what is the definition of an embryo? You know, that's interesting. I was going to pull up on my phone, actually. I was thinking like sometimes when you're outreach, you can just pull up your phone and say, well, if you and I can't agree on what embryo is, let me just look it up for you. Mm-hmm. So dictionary, dictionary.com, I wouldn't say this is ne- necessarily the greatest of all dictionaries, but um, I don't have reason to disregard it. Yeah. But whatever. So they would say an embryo is the young of a animal family, especially a mammal, in the early stages of development in the womb in humans up to the second month. So we're seeing they're a young living being. Mm-hmm. When you define embryo in merely scientific terms, you see this is a biologically living being mm-hmm. that belongs to the same species as the being's parents. So the answer to Ava's question is, well, what kind of embryo? Look at the mom and dad. Are they humans? Yeah, then this is clearly a human. Mm-hmm. And so when do, I, when do we stop classifying the embryo as an embryo and then a fetus? That would be the end of the eighth week. Okay. When you go into the ninth week, you go from the embryonic stage to the fetal stage. Mm-hmm. All the major body structures are in place. They need time to mature and develop, but they're already in place then. Okay. Awesome. So that's all we really need to tell uh, t- tell people when we're out trying to define a term as to um, who the uh, fetus is. They are a human fetus when we're talking about abortion. We're talking about a human a human abortion. Um, and so that's all you need to know. If if maybe you're listening right now and you wouldn't really know how to um, talk to somebody and tell them, you know, how we know that this is a human fetus and how we know that this is not just any random fetus. Um, and so what do you do whenever you're in this conversation, you showed the tactic, but whenever you're obviously not getting anywhere and you're not agreeing on the same definition for a term. How do you then try to pull out from them what they truly believe about that term? So I would say this is um, our listeners will not be surprised by my answer. Ava, I'm not sure what you would say, but I think we're back to the importance of those pictures because here's the problem. We're losing this kind of shared vocabulary with people. They're saying fetus, meaning this kind of uh, nebulous thing that's not developed and will one day become a human being. We mean a young member of the human species. And so Ava did a really good job trying to point them to the meaning behind that term by asking what kind of fetus, mm-hmm. what kind of embryo. That's so good. But the problem is because we've had this breakdown where we don't we use the same words but don't mean the same thing by them, uh, or even we, we lack the ability to have shared words sometimes. Like now you can't say pregnant woman. What is it? A pregnant person, person, I think, right? Or a pregnant person with a uterus. It becomes this very long, uh, unruly phrase. But we're losing the ability to have shared language and shared meanings. And so the great thing about the images are that you don't have to attach words to it, right? You take a look at it, immediately it's conveyed to you, this is a human being who was killed. So my first point is this brings me back to the importance of having visual imagery that can uh, in many ways, transcend language, right? So we still need to figure out how to work out the language problem. But we see it. my first response is the importance of imagery to convey what we're talking about. And Seth, I think you hit on something so important that as a culture, as a society, we don't believe in um, solid definitions anymore. Right. And Ava, have you, uh, doing outreach for over two and a half years now, have you ran into that time and time again where people just don't care about defining their terms and having proper definitions for the words that they're using? Uh, yeah, a lot of times, even like the word fetus, it's used as a, a degrading thing, yeah, a dehumanizing yeah. thing, and they don't care. It doesn't matter. And so that's what's so sad. 
Yeah, I wonder actually what they think when they are using the term fetus, like what they're actually meaning behind that, because it is like a derogatory mm. term in their mind. But I'm wondering, like, uh, that's not a really rude thing <laughs> to say about somebody. Just like it's not really rude to call a toddler a toddler. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Like, I, I don't think I could, I've ever asked someone outreach. Maybe you have. What do you mean by fetus? And heard a complete response from them. Those, yeah. When I say, what do you mean by fetus? A fetus. I mean, you know, what? Yeah, and at school you're always told it. you can't give a definition that has the word in the definition, right? Yeah. You can't say a car is a car. You have to say car is an automobile, whatever. It, yep. So I, I've never heard a complete definition from someone who is pro-choice and what they mean by fetus. Well, if you anybody, any of our listeners know anybody who's pro-choice and you have the opportunity to ask them what they think about that, please let us know because next time yeah. I'm on Outreach and I talk to somebody, I really want to ask them because I am genuinely curious as well. But let us know what your thoughts are on that. Um, so that kind of gets down to it. We live in a culture that doesn't believe in reality a lot of the time, doesn't believe in um, ultimate truth. So what do we do, Seth? That is a really good question. So here I think we have the good the good point of uh, Francis Schaeffer, one of my great um, heroes from the last century, apologist. He talked about there's still this mannishness to us, kind of the things that we cannot avoid. Reality is still there. You can believe the wall's not there, but if you walk into it, you're going to bump into mm-hmm. it and hit your head, right? So, mm-hmm. And there are things about us that we can't get around. That, um, men are built in certain ways. God created us in his image, so we're creative. We have moral senses. We are moral beings, mm-hmm. and uh, we have, uh, we're, we're aware of the world. We, inca- we interact with others, and we're rational creatures. So my, my point in all this is Schaefer said, if you can try to tap into people's mannishness, the things about them to awaken them to objective reality, then you can point them to truth. So for example, we have talked about this before. Uh, and that is if you're talking to someone who says that truth is relative, that morals change from person to person, find something they believe is wrong for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be sex trafficking or um, fill in the blank, whatever the concern is. If you can find some kind of shared common ground, not an abortion maybe, but on something else, use that as your beginning common ground. That's your bridge then back to abortion. So I would say in the conversation, if you can't make sense of fetus and embryo, which is sad because in a advanced culture like ours, we should be able to have mm-hmm. these common language terms and common common understanding. Set it aside for a moment. Say, well, let's leave abortion aside for just a moment. What is something we agree on? Sex trafficking, wrong, right? Why is it wrong? Because human beings are harmed. How do we know the girls are humans? Well, because they're living beings in the species Homo sapiens. From there, you can easily get Mm. back to abortion being wrong because living beings of the species Homo sapiens are being killed. Now, that might be complicated, but I think if you can network, if you can do that, begin on common ground, you can then come back to the point of abortion. Mm I think that's good. And it's using people's logic, like helping them to logically think through things. And it's also using pulling on their emotions, not in a bad way, not trying to manipulate their right. emotions, but we all have emotions. Thankfully, well, I guess not all people have emotions. Those are called psychopaths. And um, we're probably not going to change their minds on them. But you're calling it back to the surface, using yep. that emotion to point them to truth. Exactly. Exactly. So Ava, um, like you said, the conversation didn't really um, end up they didn't end up changing their mind and saying that, yes, the that the babies in the womb are human beings with value. But how did you kind of wrap up that conversation when you realize they're not going to agree on the terms and you're you may be just going round and round in circles at that point? Yeah. So once we started going round and round, because they just wanted to bring up other topics because they didn't okay. want to answer the question. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I said, okay, well, I'm really glad you stayed this long to talk to me about this, but obviously we're not going to get anywhere we don't agree on the main core thing, which is if this is a human being, then abortion is is wrong. Um, So from there, we just ended it. And one thing also to keep in mind is, although you can go on to different rabbit trails on maybe foster care or how to help these women, if our culture 
continues to believe that it is wrong to intentionally kill innocent human beings, we're not going to get anywhere. And so that should always be our main focus. And that's why it's important to define terms. And that's why I kept asking them, what species is this fetus? Mm-hmm. That's really good. And I, th- I think also what I like there, Ava, is you kind of, we have to be... <clears throat> um, uh, evaluating the conversations as we're in them. And sometimes you realize this is a closed-minded person. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not only possibly this the issue that this could be fruitless for you, but there might be other people around who would be more open to truth. So I think yeah. that's important. People who have done maybe not a lot of outreach are, that's a bit, one of the biggest things I think people don't realize. You have to be watching for open-minded people and ready to end conversations when they are not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've definitely early on in doing outreach, I stayed in conversations for hours mm. and I should have escaped because what was the point at that, at that, in those instances, nothing. So yeah, that's definitely something when you mature more in outreach and stuff, you can kind of realize this person is kind of probably just trying to waste my time at this point, but I agree. And so I think that's an important strategy for us to learn and we'll all keep learning it. And we probably should do a podcast just on how to end conversations sometimes because that'd be really helpful. It's a lesson I'm still trying to learn. But I think that for this conversation, we've realized the importance is defining your terms and trying to come to common ground. It's so hard, but it's so important. So all of you, all of our listeners, please, we're giving you a challenge. And that is what Lexi said earlier. Find someone who's pro-choice, ask them how would they define fetus and then let us know. Mm -hmm. Send us a direct message on Instagram um, or just go to createequal.org. Find our contact page there. We want to know how others define it. We'll keep asking people, but I think the problem is they're afraid to define it completely because they don't want to attach human to it. So go with her. Also, Seth, I don't want to cut you off, but I want everybody to do this for me real quick. Not only ask somebody who is pro-choice, pro-abortion, um, what how they define the term fetus, but I really would like you to go leave a five-star review um, for us. Pretty, 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 please. Yes, I am begging because you know what? It really helps us out so much. I don't even know. Um, like if you've watched if you watch more than one of our episodes and you still want to click on the next one. Hope you're not watching because it'd be kind of interesting oh, listening yes, to the podcast. The same. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. I, I eat. Yeah. Sorry. I count those all as the same thing in my mind. But yes, if you're listening to this, this is not your first one. You need to please go leave a five-star review. If you're not going to leave a five-star review and rather give us a one-star review or just do not like us, maybe just stop listening or keep listening. But Decide to leave a comment and leave your corrections instead of leaving us a review. That would be greatly appreciated. No, I'm kidding. If you want to leave us a one-star review, you go right ahead. Um, anyways, thank you guys um, for listening to this. It really does help. So thank you. Yes. And until then, uh, find us on createequal.org or at Debrief with us on Instagram. And we will look forward to next time. Until then, we are Created Equal. And this has been The Debrief. <laughs>